You are listening to Radio Data, a podcasting radio where we talk about data, cloud, analytics and AI with different guests, different hosts and in different segments. This segment is called Data Update, where we share interesting stories from the community or talk about the topics that we find interesting. The most exciting thing in data is data management. Of course, I'm joking, but just a little bit. If you haven't been following how this discipline changed over the last couple of years, you could be nicely surprised. But what's actually data management? It can mean absolutely anything, just like with other uh, buzzwords like big data. Uh, There is some ambiguity in terms of what uh, data management is and what is not. How does it relate to data governance, data observability, and other similar terms? Why is it so important, but people usually avoid it and get interested only when something terrible data-related happens? And what does it take to have a strong belief that my data is secure, clean, well-documented and in general properly managed? You will see that not as much as you would think. My name is Michał Rutko and I'm a data architect at Getting Data where I help the customers to be data-driven through delivery of data platforms and data management solutions. Today I will have a pleasure to share with you some of the fundamentals of modern data management. So especially if you're new to the topic or you would like to hear what are the current trends and possibilities, you will hopefully find this useful. Before we start, we need to mention that this is not going to be an academic lecture. Let's take a pragmatic approach and focus on the clear business benefits you can get from data management. If we bring some definitions or classifications, it's just to help us draw the big, consistent and well-defined picture of data ecosystems. There are no clear aligned definitions of data management and data governance, their roles and their relationships. They change depending on the context. So for the purpose of this podcast, we'll stick to what we feel that makes most sense in terms of modern data architectures. Okay, so let's have a look at these terms. A data strategy is the plan and approach for how an organization will use data to achieve its goals. Data democratization is one of the most common data strategies that companies choose in order to leverage the potential of their data. It is basically a process of making data more accessible to a wider audience within an organization by removing the barriers to data access and creating a culture of uh, data-driven decision-making. It's something that modern data platforms, which we deliver to various clients, are all about, making people more data literate. This brings me to data management, which plays a crucial role in this process by ensuring that the data is accessible, secure and properly organized. It also involves things like acquisition, storage, processing and archiving of data. It includes technical aspects like data modeling, database design, data storage and data security. They are all very connected with other data management topics, however, we won't be focusing on them too much today. The terms we will discuss in a bit more detailed manner 
are data governance, data discovery, data quality, and data observability, as they are tightly connected to modern data catalogs and their features, which we will cover in a couple of minutes. Data governance involves the creation and implementation of policies, procedures, and standards for managing data within an organization. This can be defined as our responsibility connected with storing and processing data of our customers, mainly complying with uh, regulations and uh, protecting uh, sensitive information. Data discovery refers to the process of finding and identifying data within an organization. It involves understanding the data sources, formats and quality, as well as determining the relationships between different datasets through data lineage. Think of it as a well-organized index that answers all your data-related questions. If ingested and maintained properly through, for example, automated jobs and close integration with uh, data pipelines, you don't need to ask your engineers and SMEs what a certain dataset stores, where it's used, what is its data quality, and even sometimes how their values are distributed. Data quality refers to the accuracy, completeness, and reliability of the data. Poor data quality can lead to incorrect uh, decisions, wasted resources, and uh, missed opportunities. Hence, it is essential to ensure that data is trustworthy and useful. I think there is no doubt about it. Data quality can be evaluated in various dimensions, for example, accuracy, completeness, consistency, and so on. In order to ensure that our data fulfills these standards, we can introduce some quality checks, metrics, ensuring volume, distribution, null count or ratio, uniqueness, or other custom conditions specific for a certain business case. These metrics could be then exported to some kind of dashboards and alerting systems. The key difference between data quality and data observability, another popular term, is that data quality focuses on the accuracy, completeness and consistency of data, while data observability focuses on the ability to monitor and understand the behavior of data in real time. This involves collecting and analyzing data metrics to gain insights into performance and health of data pipelines, systems and applications. Data observability is important, especially for identifying issues and errors in data processing. Okay, enough with the terminology. Let's now think of what are the ultimate reasons organizations decide to invest in introducing data management solutions. It all comes down to three main reasons. Maximizing the business value of the data, managing risks, and reducing the costs. Simple as that, but what actually does it mean? Maximizing business value can be defined uh, as squeezing out the value of datasets and introducing uh, these datasets to the people who were not uh, data literate previously. This can only happen if data is available, accessible, and of good quality and consistent. Managing risks comes down to the specification of who can take what action upon what data, in what situations, using which methods. 
Managing risks is also very closely related to data quality. Having process and tools that ensure that what you see in your report is real give uh, organizations the comfort to make quick, well-thought-out business decisions and mitigate related risks. Reducing the costs, finally, uh, is something that uh, gives you an opportunity to control how data scale through various metrics, usage statistics, audit logs, etc., and what business impact it has on the organization. Thanks to the insights provided by the data management, decisions on the data environment can be more accurate and cost-effective. After introducing some terms and classifications, let's talk about what it takes to introduce data management in your organization. As you can imagine, it's not all about installing a piece of software it's a discipline where technology plays only a supportive role. You need to involve people, create standards and policies, and let the chosen technology implement what is key to your business. Let's face the truth. Data management has a really bad PR. It's often seen as a way of imposing control, slowing down development, bureaucracy. It's always needed, but never really wanted. Just to name a few charges, Despite all of these, the types of groups of users who can take advantage of data management tools and processes can be broad, ranging from data analysts up to top management the decision makers. Data analysts and data scientists as the first group would definitely enjoy to have a single source of truth about the data they are dealing with. They can access metadata for their datasets to learn everything about their life cycle, usage patterns, and provenance of uh, the data up until the data sources. Moreover, data profiling and data quality tools help uh, them to verify the distribution and other metrics uh, related to the data. They can also detect any anomalies or issues, and also they can be informed about any changes uh, applied to these datasets, for example, when data engineers change something in data structures. Another group of people are data stewards or in general, uh, top data uh, management, like chief data officers, data owners, who thanks to data management solutions are able to identify the least and most used data assets in the company, determine their usage patterns and apply appropriate data management policies. They can also observe how this evolves in time, how it scales and prepare strategic, technical and budgeting decisions for the future. And last but not least, Let's take data engineers who can use data lineage to trace bugs within their ETL or ELT pipelines. They can also perform an impact analysis of the changes introduced in their pipelines, knowing who uses particular datasets and where. So as you can see, there are various groups of people who can benefit from having a well-designed data management system in your organization. So it's important to involve them as early as possible in creating such a solution to make sure that all their requirements, both functional and technical, are covered. Knowing who should be involved in data management, let's now have a look at 
how this all should be put together in your organization. We're going to talk about the processes. These are all these definitions, policies, ownerships, and other responsibilities, as well as technical and security standards related to the data. Some of these processes are industry standards and require very little customization. However, there also might be ones very specific to your business and will have to be considered separately. When designing processes, it's also important to have a good understanding how they could be incorporated by the supporting technology. You might ask, what should be first? This should be always a compromise. You do not disqualify the tool because of some low-priority problems with some of the processes, but on the other hand, you want to choose a tool which is not capable of adjusting to your core organization processes. We'll talk a bit more about technology and these mentioned tools in a moment. So let's now discuss the role of technology in data management. As it was mentioned before, it plays an important supportive role in data management and most usually is associated with a data catalog, which is a comprehensive inventory of all the data assets within an organization. Think of it as a centralized location where data analysts, data scientists, and other data users can easily discover, understand, and access data assets such as tables, files, reports, and databases. They typically include metadata that describes characteristics and attributes of each data asset, such as its name, location, format, owner, creation date, etc. It may also include information on how the data set is related to other data assets within the organization through data lineage. Data catalogs have been around for a while. It's not a new concept. The only thing is they were never considered first-class citizens in any data ecosystems. Very messy, difficult to maintain, hence often outdated and not really useful. Something had to change, and indeed it changed with the emergence of modern data catalogs or even whole metadata platforms. So what exactly changed? I will mention only a couple of features which I personally find game-changing. Automated metadata ingestion. Very often tightly connected with data pipelines or data warehouse logs, which ensures its consistency and ease of maintenance. Very often, all you need to do is to provide a simple configuration for metadata ingestion. Moreover, metadata standards like Open Lineage could be leveraged for seamless integration of many items in your data stack. As getting data, we are contributors to the Open Lineage project, so let us know if you would like to learn more about it. Another feature I find super important is self-service data exploration, which allows to search and explore data assets using natural language queries, making it easier even for non-technical users to find and use data. Many of them have already announced uh, or even introduced uh, large language models, LLMs, for an even more conversational approach to retrieving information about the data, which means that you can 
just simply talk to this data catalog as you were previously talking to your expert colleagues in order to find information. As you can see, list of these features is pretty impressive and can be game-changing, but how much does it cost? Well, it depends. Sometimes a company needs a fully managed enterprise metadata platform, uh, but sometimes a simple instance of an open source tool um, may uh, do the same job as well. The good news is that uh, there are several shelves and categories of tools you can pick from. It's like buying a car. Everything depends on your needs and budget. There's also uh, the reason why I deliberately did not mention any vendors or solution names. We always take a best-in-breed approach and try to tailor a right solution depending on the company size, uh, business and priorities. You have to account for the dynamically changing market, so the solution which is applicable today might not be applicable anymore tomorrow. Okay, now we know who is involved in data management. We know that there should be some processes created around it. We also know what are the features the new technology can bring. But how to get from as-is situation to a desired well-managed data environment? As you can imagine, there is no single pattern for a low rollout of data management across every single company. Sometimes what can be a nice to have feature in one business might be a regulatory obligation or key business driver in another one. That's why it's important to understand the individual business environment before planning data management implementation. Apart from industry type, the key uh, determinants of how the whole process is organized are says in nature uh, of the data, uh, structured versus unstructured, velocity, variety of the data, number and type of users working with data, the type of data infrastructure used, the cloud you're using, and so on. I know it's kind of annoying when someone says it depends, uh, which actually uh, doesn't explain anything. Nevertheless, regardless of your situation, the good news is there are some common things in each uh, data management project. Data management projects almost never start at level zero. That's why we always start with the evaluation of the client's maturity level in various dimensions of data management. This can be accomplished by filling in our maturity self-assessment survey in order to make sure that we know what is the as-is situation from which we're gonna start. Next, we evaluate with the clients which items can be improved in short term by picking the so-called low-hanging fruits and strategically long-term. So, the maturity is now known, the areas of, of concern have been identified, we are aware of the priorities. So what usually follows is forming an action plan, some kind of a roadmap, and a decision which people to involve, which processes to create, and which technology to use. Okay, so let's wrap up what we discussed today. If you were to remember something from this podcast, 
I'd suggest the following three takeaways. Data management is not a monster anymore. Of course, it does take some time and effort, sometimes means a cultural change in your organization. However, there are very well-paved paths for each sector and tools that support the whole process. Maintenance of such processes and solutions is also way easier than it used to be before thanks to various automations and integrations with other components of the data stack. Second thing is that data management solutions are now often scalable and can bring benefits to even small companies. You don't have to hire a huge consulting company or spend thousands of dollars on an enterprise-level data catalog. Cloud-managed, third-party commercial solutions, open source, everything is on the table. And finally, you don't have to have all of this at once. You can follow an iterative approach, focus on priorities, for example, data quality, GDPR compliance, data security, and introduce the other cases, the other solutions, as uh, you have enough resources and time for it. We'd gladly hear what you think about data management and hear your experience on that topic. So don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you for listening.